Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 14, Reunion. A not shitty title. <laughs> it's short and to the point. Yeah. Uh, their titles are just so... Because there's some doozies coming. I was looking oh, forward. Did you see next week's? The ship in darkness, like a ship in darkness, general applause or something. I, it, yeah, I don't I was think like, that's, that's not right. But and also I was like, wrong. I'm pretty sure there should be a comma in there somewhere, but like whatevs. So yeah, yeah. I, kudos to, to, uh, to the writer on this for a not terrible title. Um, Although I well, don't, I don't know, know if, that the writers... Yeah, I don't know that the writers are the ones that do how, that. How do title... How do I really don't know how TV shows um, work? <laughs> some I'm actually I think I actually liked almost like the Poison Ivy storyline better than the Bruce storyline in this, mostly because I'm so pissed off at Bruce. Yeah, still. yeah. And we were just talking about it. One of my one of my core problems with Bruce, um, even though he's doing what I want him to do in this episode, is that he had to he had to go through all this Poison Ivy shit. And her toxin is the one that made him work through, I'm being a douchebag. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't him coming to the realization that I still feel pretty empty when I'm partying. I still feel bad when I drink. I hate myself and I've been terrible to all the people I love. Yeah, like just becoming sober and realizing what's going on around yeah. him or some shit. Not, you know, I feel some that psychedelic drug telling yeah, him. Yeah, that's, that's an important lesson I wanted him to learn on his own. And yeah. I feel like he didn't. So I'm a little pissed off about that. Yeah, I mean, it's Batman, though, so yeah. Yeah. What, are, what are you going to do? Um, okay, so we have uh, an email from last week. Yes. That I think we got almost right after yeah. recording. Um, it's funny, some of y'all have a sixth sense. <laughs> so this is from Luca. Okay. Uh says, I wasn't going to write in because I'm crazy busy at the moment. The latest episode was actually really enjoyable, question mark? <laughs> I'm obviously overjoyed because of the little scene between Oswald and Edward. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed that they'll actually team up again. I can't wait to get Edward away from Lee. If the writers have learned anything from their past mistakes, they won't try to force a Lee slash Edward romance onto us. Yes, I do still have some hope for this show, goddammit. <laughs> oh. oh, honey. I also liked Bruce's extended hallucinations. Sure, they were horribly over the top, but come on, I'm not watching Gotham for the subtlety. Is it just me, or was the face thing a thinly veiled hush reference? I don't think it was just you. No, and it's funny because... Because I was screaming it. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and this came in after we had recorded, but before we posted, and you made that comment, mm -hmm. um, that because you were like, oh my god, hush, and I was like, what? So yeah, it wasn't just you. Uh, so anyway, Raw's cameo alone made the whole thing really entertaining. The new Ivy already starts to grow on me, pun intended. Jesus. I didn't care for her performance last week, though. Her take on Ivy in this episode was actually pretty close to acceptable, if you ask me. I'm glad somebody likes her. I'm trying to do better about taking her with a grain of salt mm -hmm. as far as going, like, almost kind of divesting myself of previous Ivies. Because, like I said, yeah. if you take her just by herself, she's a lot better. But when you remember, oh, she was kind of funny and, and kind of weird and, you know, awkward. And she's the one that called him Pangy. Um, yeah. That's when I get a little bitter about it. So I'm trying to appreciate this Ivy for herself, which that's sounds fake. I might be fine with her if I imagine to pretend that she's a normal grown up instead of whatever the hell she actually is at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to, to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, because she really has the... I mean, how can she mature like yeah. that? She doesn't suddenly have life experiences. 
But wiggly woo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but plant stuff. <laughs> she's suddenly smart. Yeah. The Jerome and Penguin storyline was almost a little too over the top for me, but those two actors are so damn talented that it's a joy to watch them anyway. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually enjoyed an episode of Gotham this much. Let's see what the rest of the season brings. Probably disappointment. I mean, probably, yeah. I mean, at least you're realistic. That's true. I mean, come on. So. Uh, so that's all the pre-back we have. Okay. And so are you ready to get into all that crap? We can give it a shot. Cool. Um, so this was directed by Lady Directory, Annabelle Yay. K. Frost. Um, she's a uh, producer. Um, and she doesn't have many directing credits. Uh, she's got two shorts to her name, which are probably for film school or something of the like. Probably. And then this episode. So uh, I like that women are, a woman is getting into directing, at least on screen. Because, again, the caveat of IMDb does not track stage stuff. Um, so I was excited about that. Um, and then it was written by Peter Blake, who uh, has been around uh, lurking in different uh, producery type situations for like the whole run of Gotham. Um, and but this is the first time writing, and he also comes back and does episode nineteen of this season. So, um, so I thought he, he I thought he did a pretty good job for for writing for the first time for the show. Fresh blood. We need fresh blood. Well, or ish. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not sure how to to. I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing because like I feel bad because a lot of my frustrations with they might manifest themselves in this episode, but it's not necessarily the writer's fault. It's shit like Bruce. That they inherited. Well, see what um, there's. There's two sides to that coin. When you're bringing in, uh, so they're they're bringing in some some fresh faces, which is good because people need work, and you know you should give people a chance to get something on their resume, on their CV, blah blah blah, whatever. That's great. But on the other hand, are they having problems retaining their old writers? Are they having problems retaining? Why are they? Why can't they keep writers and directors? Yeah. So, like for example, Supernatural, which has been around for 13 years, the guy who is now the showrunner, Andrew Dabbs, has been around for several, several seasons. Yeah. And he he started out as a writer, and now he's. I mean, and he actually, this being the 13th season, they're bringing in some old notes. Yeah. Which is has been a lot of fun. Um. So why? I mean, are they having problems keeping people? I don't, there's an awful lot of, oh, they've only wrote a couple of episodes, and we're in season four. And yeah. Well, if there's not a lot, um, consistency, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, and one of, one of my big questions, again, I go back to, I'm not super, uber clear on how TV shows work, um, because there's a room. It's a magician, like I watched a thing on the Magicians episode recently, mm-hmm. and they talked about the room. Um, where it happens. The room where it happens. Um, So they have the writer's room and they all bounce ideas off each other. But I'm not like you can't credit 17 people with an episode or they just don't. It's usually one or two people credited. So I don't know how they decide like, all right, nut up. We've given you the framework. Go do this by yourself or Mm -hmm. how like I don't know how that works. So I think a lot of these people, because when I looked at when I looked at this guy, he was um He's been involved with Gotham in some form or fashion since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I don't feel as bad. I think maybe he probably had a hand in a lot of this other stuff. Well, again, he this, just wasn't credited. Well, yeah, this. Um, I mean, I'm saying the why the other ones aren't writing. Yeah, why are the the people who were writing in in season one and season two? Some of them why are. are they not writing here? Yeah, well, um, a lot of it is like Bruno Heller used to write a lot more than he does now because, true. and some of that I think is okay. Like I've 
I'm not steering yeah, the ship so, quite as much. So, I mean, it's like, it's, it, you, it could be either way. Yeah. Is it that they're having problems or is it that they're giving new people opportunities? Yeah. Is it, I mean, which is it? Yeah. You, you it's hard to know. And did uh, they start out is. with a really lean writer's room and now they're just staffing up a lot? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. It's I don't hard know how know. that works. Um, well, I mean, unless we sat down with the entire list of all of the writers and tracked their history and where they are now, and, that sounds which stinky. we are not doing. Um, I did just run across um, my computer's bit of Okay. All right. So are you ready to get into the recap? Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, Bruce opens uh, his uh, proto-Batman suit case um, and takes it the mask and burns it. So for just a split second there, I thought he was, this was him coming yeah back but internally i was like he threw it away because he didn't have ears because he's seen what it needs to look like later i mean you're not wrong um so yeah i had a little bit of hope like you did and then i was like damn it he's still trash yeah um so we go to ivy and she goes into the bar the only bar that okay so this is their dive bar set Mm -hmm. whereas sirens is the fancy bar yes um so we go to the dive bar and um Man is fucking eating a pickle, and it's just gross. Oh, I, I would, I would, I would have killed him too. I would have killed. I him. I mean, that was gross. Ivy or no Ivy, he would be dead. Yeah, and so she asks for Harvey, and he's like, "Oh, he's out today." Um, and he's like, "Can I give? Can I give him a message for you?" And she's like, "Yeah," and she's so fucking dramatic about it. And she takes uh, the flower out that we saw the previous episode, um, and she does the pollen onto them. And I was like, "Okay, you literally could have come back the next day and gotten Harvey, but okay, sure." Uh, <laughs> she ain't got no time for that. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, this scene was it was necessary, and I do like the flower. I think it's pretty. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's impractical as shit. It's very Poison Ivy looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's beautiful, but it looks like it could be deadly. Yeah, it's, it's good. But that scene, the pickle eating scene, was so over the top gross, it's making me nauseous thinking about it. So... I, I thought we were going to get the whole you shouldn't eat plants thing. Like, I thought that's where that was going. Pickles are not plants. There's too much salt in that shit. I it mean... was a plant at one point, honey. It was a cucumber. No. no okay, whatever. No, you're wrong. They're too chemically Um. So my problem... Changed. My problem with this is the pollen... Because it's... The CGI or the concept? The concept. Okay. Because the CGI isn't as bad as it could have been. Let's be real here. It wasn't great. My problem with the pollen is that it's not... Pollen is not an exact thing. And later, particularly in the banquet scene, we see it just kind of drifting around in the background. But it only kills that one dude that she directed yeah. it to. It never hurts her, which I'm I'm fine with it never hurting her. But, like, the fact yeah, that there was no collateral immune. damage. Because it kills everybody at the bar. And that's fine because that's a confined space. But, like, in the banquet, it really bothered me that there was no there were no more people affected by it. Than just that one dude. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, I mean, in the bar, she blew it at one guy. Didn't, the pickle guy, didn't she blow it at the bartender also? Yeah, I think she blew it at that whole. At both of them? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, it's it's not a direct, there's no controlling how that yeah. flows. I agree with you. So that just kind of bothers me a little oh, bit. Yeah, I know. But. Um, so we go to uh, what is terribly awkward, um, mostly because Lee's outfit, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Um, she is Jon Snow, I told you. Oh my gosh, she she's, really she's is. She's bending the knee. Yeah. And she's wearing the first stole. She is Jon Snow. Except for she's got those weird, like even the vest I would be okay with if it didn't also have weird opera gloves. 
But fashion. But whatever. Um, so Lee and Sophia are having a nice little chat. Um, they're, they're always going to be family, da-da-da-da-da. Um, and this is when Sophia's like, oh, and by the way, um, the Narrows hasn't bent the knee yet. And uh, Lee was like, well, historically, they, they never have. Um, and she's like, yeah, that's fine. Um, I want 30% of all the income, which I don't know how, in, I don't know in what, in what universe you would track that. But whatever, because she wants illegal and uh, legal. Um, and Lee's like, that's crazy. I will kiss the ring if you want and do the whole bending of the knee. Like, I'll do that. Um, but I, these people are poor. Like, I can't I can't do that. Um, and uh, Sophia's like, it's fine. You'll find a way. And uh, Lee's like, I thought we were family. And she's like, I didn't say it was a happy family. I mean, she's not wrong. So, yeah. I think I think Sophia is throwing her muscle around where it's unwarranted. I think, well, no, Lee calls it later. Sophia is pressuring Lee to get to Jim. Yeah. And, and Lee recognizes that, which, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and because that's, that's what Lee could Sophia's easily doing. Have been, Lee, because Lee's the one that wants the Narrows, she doesn't want the Narrows to, to rule the Narrows at this point for selfish reasons. She wants peace. She wants prosperity for them. She would have been a great asset to keeping to, for Sophia not to really have to worry about the Narrows. Well, yeah, because Lee wants to raise them up. She right. wants them to prosper. She wants them to do well for themselves and be healthy. Um, and that's her view, and that's great. Uh, and but Sophia, all she wants to do is can is hurt Lee. Yeah, to hurt to Jim. hurt Jim, and that's all this is. And the kind of the part that pisses me off is, I think it's more from a you rejected me romantically kind of a place rather than I'm trying to actually legit rule this city. And that kind of bothers me. Mm, I think it's a combination. I don't want it to be any combination. Of, I think it's, you won't yeah. kill oh, me know. anymore. I know. Cause I think Sophia should be better than that. Well, but she's not. Yeah. Uh, but apparently Lee is. Yeah. So, so that was nice to see. Um, so we go to uh, Bruce who comes into the diner where Alfred is having his tea. And it is tray awkward. As it should have been. Because he's like, hey, it's my family's fundraiser tonight. And Alfred's like, and? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he wants he's Alfred old. to go with him. And Alfred's like, what do you want, Bruce? Like, what do you really fucking want? Um, and uh, he wants Alfred's help. Um, because he doesn't. Again. Again, he doesn't. He doesn't know what he wants to do. And, da, da, da. and he's like, I've changed. And um, Alfred's like, okay. And I was like, I was so proud of Alfred because this is what I want to tell every woman who takes back a shitty, a shitty dude mm-hmm. is, okay, well, you can say that, but until you show it to me, like, I'm not going to do anything. And Bruce is like, how? Alfred's like, I don't know, figure it the fuck out. Um, so I was really proud of Alfred for, because this had to be so super hard because, the, I mean, he's raised this, this kid. Even, even before uh, his parents died, Alfred and Bruce were very close. Um Yes. So I know this had to be really, really hard for Alfred to to get into with him, but I'm glad he he stood his ground um, and basically was like, you need to put your money where your mouth is. And one thing I kind of wanted him to uh, talk about that he didn't is, well, what's going to stop you from doing this again? You're just going to get drunk yeah, again and you're going to fire yeah, me. He, d- he didn't address that. Um, yeah, because, I mean, he's, it's almost him firing Alfred is almost as common as um, the GCPD getting yeah, uh, torrent, which 
or a charity ball, um, yeah. which is what happens here. Yeah. And, yeah, you're right. He They didn't dress that. But I think they, they are in a roundabout way. Yeah, like, and he got into the he's he's my father thing later. Um, but I wanted, I almost wanted them to kind of hash out, I was trying to be your guardian because that was my legal status. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do what was best for you. You were running amok. And what do you amok, do? Come on, come on. What do you do? You emancipate yourself and fire me. I was more than just your butler. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, and this is, this is a common situation. It's a trope. Yeah. Where you've got the uh, person that's not used to being, that, that's a person in a, basically a, in a position of power. But yeah. That's, you know, because of the money and everything. And he's a spoiled kid. Mm-hmm. And, or a spoiled adult. Yeah. Even so. And to have that one person who tells them no, mm-hmm. that's a trope. That calls them on their bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what this whole situation is. Yeah. That's the trope that this is. So, but I've changed. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I loved, I loved how he ended the scene. Alfred just gets up to leave, and he tells the waitress, he's like, he's got this. He's going to pay for the tea. Loved it. Um, I would have been like, I need 12 meals to go, and he will be paying for all of them. I don't even care if I eat them. He's well, going to pay for all of them. But the tea being something so petty, something small and petty, was just enough. Oh, that's, that's so salty. That's Alfred. As well he should be. Yes. He deserves it. Um, so we go to Ed and apparently Ed is self-medicating Again. with some but stuff. But we've seen this before. Yes. Apparently he's on psych meds, but it's his own weird cocktail. Um, well, he's got access to all of Lee's shit. Yeah. Which I think is super selfish that he's using all these pills on himself, but whatever. Well, we've never known him to That's be true selfless. to not. Yeah. And so he's talking to the Riddler the whole time. And I'm kind of, again, I'm a little old. I'm, this is getting a little old. Um, and uh, he's trying to get the Riddler to go away. And the Riddler keeps telling him that's not going to happen. Um, and he, he finds a letter from Oswald. Um, the one that we saw him writing at the end of the last episode. Right. Um, he wants to be friends. Um, and so the Riddler's like, uh, he gives him what's what has two eyes but can't see. And Ed doesn't know how to answer it. In retrospect... The fact that he says, he gives him that riddle after reading the letter in retrospect, it all makes sense. I was hoping that the answer was, you dumbass. Um, it is. Yeah. That no, was... I, that's what I was, while I was watching it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I um, was hoping that was going to okay. be the answer. Uh, and it was. But, so they, and they did that and they, they placed this riddle here and it was resolved later. That's how the Riddler is that's how the Riddler, yeah. Riddler operates in in canon and whatnot, and to see that play out in an episode, even though he's doing it to himself, yeah. I would hope to see more of that in the future. Yeah, with him because we haven't really seen a riddle drawn out play out. Yeah, we've uh, seen it dropped, solved. Yeah, like within a few seconds later. Yeah. I want it to be drawn out. Yeah, because that's half the fun of the Riddler, right? It's part of the fun. Yeah, so. Um, so we go to the bar and the police are there and I'm a little concerned with Lucius because three piece suit. He is inches away from a flower. Yeah. And this is where the pollen kind of bothers me because we live in a very polleny state, especially right now when it is pollen season. It's starting. Um, the, uh, plants are being inseminated or jizzing and I don't know. I don't know how plant shit works. Plants are having sex. Um, so like, and Lucius is like two inches from one of the, one of the flowers and then a tech comes in and Lucius is like, stay back. I'm like, like who? You're not setting a good example. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Um, so Jim shows up 
And uh, Lucius is like, well, she's up the ante. These plants are worse um, because of the Lazarus water. And so Jim's like, okay, well, um, this is where Harvey works. And, you know, he killed Ivy's dad. So Harvey's probably a target. So they go to his apartment. And they're oh. like, I love that we're too late. And Jim's like, no, we're not. No. Jim knows he ain't dead. No. Because he's on his couch. And you pointed out he looks so vulnerable. He really does. Um, And so uh, they wake him up. And they're like, hey, buddy. um, Ivy's after you. And um, Harvey's like, I'm sorry. I killed her dad trying to save your ass. That's true. And yeah, Jim, he's bitter about it. And Jim's like, don't put that on me. And it's like... But but he killed her father to protect Jim, who was working on a hunch. Yeah. Not uh, anything. And I will say, her dad ran. True. Um. So, like, her dad's not, and her dad was a criminal. Yes. Her dad was not blameless. But you can't give any logic to Ivy. But. She's gone to crazy town. Well, not even just that, but Harvey's killing, uh, if I recall, Harvey's killing of her father was not totally straight up legit. Because they knew Jim he was, wasn't the. They knew he wasn't the Wayne killer, and they killed him at saying we caught the Wayne killer. That yeah. was the deception. So yeah, there was. So it was Jim's fault because he did pull a gun on Jim. Like he like legitimately pointed a gun at a police officer, but it was the whole like oh he but killed I the Wayne. Thought Jim pursued this, or he pursued him, or he there was something about his logic with Ivy's dad that just wasn't right. It was the shoes. It was the shoes. Yeah. It turned right. out he looked good on paper, but it, he wasn't the guy. And they kind of lied about it. Yeah. But yeah. It was not right. Um, so, so I think Harvey's saltiness was completely legit. Oh, what I, I'm I, trying do, to say. I do too. Um, yeah. Because Jim, again, never wants to take responsibility when no. he's involved. And yet he wants Harvey to take all this responsibility, especially later when he's talking to him in the room with the barrels where he's like, oh, you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you shot a cop and then you couldn't even face her. It was like. Bitch, you wouldn't even take responsibility for no. uh, Ivy's dad's death. Like, no. for your culpability in it. Because Harvey wasn't even saying, like, you pulled the trigger. He was like, I pulled the trigger, but it was because, because I was trying to you. save you. Yeah. And Jim wouldn't even take that responsibility. No. So I was like, I want to slap your face. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying. So all, you know, so there's this this video on TV that, and I loved it because the TV station is like, oh, this is very graphic. But we feel that, like, Gotham's public is served by showing it. It wasn't. I th it was dumb. I wonder if maybe the reporter was um, under Ivy's Could very well have been. Control. Because it they don't tell us. Because that just created a mass panic. Yeah. It's Ivy Although that's not the first time they've created mass that's panic true. in Gotham. Not the first time a supervillain's gotten on TV either. So I just wonder if maybe Ivy got control of her. Yeah, so she has a nice little rant um, with a video camera that, boo, please get that replaced. Um, that was driving me crazy, that little blurry effect or the little woogle. Mm -hmm. um, and so she basically is calling out anybody that had anything to do with hurting her, betraying her, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so you mean the entire city? Yeah, because she's crazy and she's one of those chip on her shoulder people, which everybody was culpable and plants. And she goes on a rant about that. Mm -hmm. And um, so... Jim and Harvey are like, she's going to kill everyone. <laughs> That's hate. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so Jim uh, looks at the tape again and he sees a sign for Sully's eatery in the background. Um, and uh, he wants Harvey to go to the GCPD and like hang out. 
um, to be safe. And Harvey's like, no, I'm not going to hide me. And this, I love it so much because Harvey is like, no, he puts his coat on and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do my job and da, 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 and I'm going to catch her myself. And then he walks out and you and I are both like, he doesn't have any pants on. And it takes a couple beats, <laughs> then he comes back, and he's like, I don't have any pants on. Yeah, where's my pants? It was great. It was as stupid as great. I find my pants. Yeah, yeah, it was adorable. Um, And so Jim's like, and we he, should, yeah, because Jim Jim wants to work together, and Harvey's like, fuck you. So, yeah. As Harvey should. As Harvey should. Um, So we go to Ed, and he talks to Lee, who tells him about the whole Sophia thing. Mm-hmm. And um, Lee, I will say, like, her bouncing ideas off Ed helps her think. Which I think that character needs. Yeah. She she needs to have somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. to work it out. And so she figures that, like you said earlier, Sophia wants to punish. I wish it had been Butch, though. Yeah. Sophia wants to punish her because of the gym thing, not necessarily yeah, I mean, Lee this- herself. Um, and so she's like, uh, so Jim, or... Uh, to get to get another Game of Thrones reference in after Bend the Knee, these are like bad sparrows, or not sparrows. Um, spite, what is what does Varys call his kids? The little network of spies, spiders, spiders. No, birds, birds. He calls them Thank birds. Thank you. A sparrow is I, a I, bird. Sparrow is a bird, but that's a wrong. Okay, that's a whole different thing. Okay. Um. So, I, like, this is this is. Yeah, Ed's bad version of that. And he goes on, he's like, he's like, I want to find out why Sophia da 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 da. And um he offers them a set of encyclopedias. Minus the Minus the T or tea? something. Yeah. And like I was pretty sure that was the set of Funkin' Wagnalls like that we had in our house. Yeah. Um and then the kids just kind of sit there and then he's like, and twenty dollars. And they're like, oh, okay, and they run off. Okay. It was great. It was stupid, but it was great. Um very um a Baker Street Irregulars. Yeah. I I like it when Gotham again when Gotham doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, it knows it's kind of dumb and stupid, but it's fun. Um, so we go to uh, the police finding the house that Ivy was squatting in, which I'm not super sure on how they found that. What? Um, and they find like all her uh, the pots that are left over from all her being crazy and growing these weird corpse flowers. Um. And so they're looking, uh, and Selena, of course, just is there through the window. And she's like, hey, buddy. Um, and he's like, oh, if you knew where she lived, you could have told me. And she was like, and you would have done what? Well, I like that they're consistent with Selena's character just showing up. That's pre-established. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, um, she's like, you couldn't stop her from hypnotizing the whole of the GCPD. Um, so what would, what good would what this good have would done this do? you? Yeah. And so Jim's like, oh, but you have to let me know if, if Ivy tries to contact you. Um, and so this one Harvey calls and he has a lead and Jim should have known right there. Something was up. Yeah. Because Harvey called him. Harvey yeah. would never have called him. He, he would have, cause he was spite working this case. Yeah, he was. Not only was he trying to save his own ass, but also he's like, I'm going to catch her and you're not. And I don't need you. Yeah. Nano, nano, boo boo. Um, um, which is you know, kind of true, but I mean, yeah. And let's be real out. That's something. But yeah. Would he do. would never have called him. Yeah. Um, so Jim shows up at this warehouse and Harvey's like, okay, so there's a bar and this is where, uh, low level muscle is recruited. And this is in the narrows. Um, and of course, of Ivy course it is. steps in and we find out that Harvey's like, you know, pulled his gun. Yeah. On Jim we shouldn't. Yeah. We should have known. Um, and so we go to, uh, we go to a really quick scene with Ed and the Riddler. Um, 
the Riddler's telling him, the, I mean, it's a lot of the same stuff. I'm getting stronger. I'm going to be out soon. You can't stop me. Da, 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 Why da. are we going through this again? I know. we've, And this is like, what, the third time we've done this? Why are we rehashing the Riddler-Edward battle? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, because Ed's whole thing is, I have to protect Lee. And uh, Riddler's like, no, like, you can't. And so Ed's like, I'm going to kill myself. And you're like, no, baby, no, honey, don't. Um, so I don't think he understands that that concept is permanent. Or he just wants him to stop. And so is this where the Riddler actually gets him to stop? Because he uh, promises not to hurt Lee or something? I don't think yet. Um, so we go to Jim, and, of course, he puts his gun down. And Ivy's like... Man, Harvey wasn't there, and then I was kind of bummed out, but, like, he found me, and so I'm not bummed out anymore. But also, like, I could get both of you, because she's seen them both as culpable for her dad's death. And, um, or she's just out to kill everybody. Well, I mean, that's so. true. Um, and so Jim tries to talk to Harvey. Of course, he's, you know, um, he's all befuddled. And so Ivy's like, listen, I'm going to, she does the, the, the villain thing. I'm going to go and not watch you die. Um, and I'm going to let Harvey take care of okay. you and I'm sure it's going to be fine. That's a mistake. That's always Just a mistake. Just kill them. Yeah. Yeah. This is Bond with the laser slowly climbing up and it's, it's, yeah, it's escapable. It's equivalent to monologuing. Yeah. You just get it done. Just don't do it. And so, um, you know, Harvey's going to kill Jim and then shoot himself when she leaves. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, and, and Harvey's like, okie dokie. Um, and so she goes and Jim, uh, Jim distracts her with what is the color of Ivy's hair? Is it more Auburn or Scarlet? And uh, he turns away and Jim's able to like run off and, and hide amongst the barrels of things. Um, and so Harvey goes after him and Jim starts. Okay, but when he hit uh, Lucius, it reset him. Yes. Right? Yes. Why did it not work on Harvey? I don't know. That's They didn't even address that. Okay. I understand. See, that's when we were watching. And I was like, okay, he's going to hit Harvey. and He's, he's going to have to keep hitting these people in the head to get them to wake up. Well, Harvey's going to come too. And now they're going to kiss and make up. And that'll be that. But he doesn't. Nope. Which, okay, plot twist. But also, why show it to us before if it's not going to happen again? Because it was a convenience. <sighs> and that's lazy writing. But then again... Is it lazy writing on the person that did it in the previous episode, or is it lazy writing on this writer? I would he, say it was the. I would, I would say I'd previous. Put the blame on, I would put the blame on this one for not for not for not knowing up with what their happened own, before. Yeah, with their own with their own mythology or whatever. Stick with your own mythology and how the magic rules. Work. And sometimes it sucks, but you know. Um, so Harvey goes after Jim, and Jim is talking shit, basically luring luring him around this warehouse, and I. It was a low blow because he started talking about like, you know, you, you shot the officer and then you couldn't, you couldn't, um, face her the next day. And I will say, yes, that was a failing. You, you, you know what this is, right? This hmm. is couples therapy. Yes. Okay. But that, I mean, that was a personal failing in Harvey and you can tell he's tortured about it, but also like Jim, you done dumb shit too. Like way more than no. Harvey has. No. And so like, I know Jim? it was one of those things where it was like, I know why he's doing it. He's doing it to distract Harvey. And get out, but also, like, I didn't like it. It felt mean. Because it was? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so this is when Jim, uh, he, he finally gets around to Harvey and knocks him out. Cold. Um, 
And so doesn't uh, reset him, knocks him out. But yeah. Okay. That's he loses super dumb, consciousness, but okay. locks out. Super dumb. Yeah. Um, so before we continue, I did want to remind people how they can send us feedback and shout about these things. Oh, yay. Um, they can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcast. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcast. And, uh, if you don't want to remember any of those social media links, uh, you can just go to our homepage, which is randomtpodcasts.com. And at the bottom, uh, there are links to our socials, our, uh, our email, all that good, oh, all that good junk. Stiff. So, yeah. Um, and while you're on our website, check out our other podcast. Uh, we're working our way through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just had their 100th uh, yeah. episode aired. Yep. That's exciting. Black Panther. Oh, my God. It is a three-hour podcast. That is a true statement. We could and not we shut say, ourselves up. We had to. We stop had to stop because we would have kept going. And that's not including the hour. Or so we talked about it before we started recording. Yeah, um, it was really, really a lot of fun. And we already have our tickets for Infinity War. We bought them. Yeah, last we do. Night. Um, so we are prepared for that. Because if you haven't seen the new Infinity War trailer, go watch oh. it. It got stuff in it. So good. Uh, but also. Uh, We've got our mini series, which we just, uh, and I don't say just, but recently, most recently would be The mm-hmm. Fates. Yep. Uh, which was a lot better than we expected it to be. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. See, that's, that's what I like about commissioned podcasts. Yeah, we see things that we would we not see, normally yeah, watch. Because so we, we did uh, Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Was that the name of it? Yeah. Which was such a good movie. It really like, was. I want to watch it again. Um, that and you know the fades and so it's it's enjoyable when people commission us to do things that we normally wouldn't do and yeah. we get to see stuff and talk about it and it's awesome so I mean if you want a, something that the, you want us to see and talk about you can s- donate it's a hundred dollars mm-hmm. or more <laughs> gets you a limited series season 10 episodes or or like mini series or a or a straight up movie um yes one episode yeah we can't do like a whole 22 episode stretch yeah 13's pushing it yeah because uh, we just have so many other things going on right now yeah um but that's awesome but you know if you just love us you can throw money then at you us. can still throw money at us for no good reason other uh, than you're nice there's a a button on our website that says throw money at us that is true um i think we maybe need to change that up I, I like that, though. Yeah, but we can come up with something new and different. Can we? Can we? I don't know. Can we? Buy us a cup of tea? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what else is out there? Stuff. Yeah. Things. Just movies. Um, yeah. Black Panther was way fun. Go, yeah, go listen to that. And hopefully once the Gotham and Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Are, are done for this season, we'll be able to get back to other things. Yeah. Because this is kind of taking up all our time right now. Yeah, it is. All right, anything else? I don't have anything else. Let's move on. All right, so we go to the nice bar set, um, Sirens, and uh, Selena comes in and, and Bruce is there. And she's like, she's so fucking done because she's got all this Ivy shit on her mind. And She's Bruce, just done, period. And Bruce is there and she just assumes he's there to be an asshole again. Um, and he's like, oh, I wanted to see you. Something's happened and I need to talk. And she's like, not to me. I love it because she's like, oh, Alfred wouldn't talk to you, would he? Um, and <laughs> which was beautiful. And it, like it, it hurt me a little bit to see Bruce because you could tell he was, he was adrift and sad and hurt that she didn't want to talk to him. But also, like he deserves that shit. Yeah, he did. That's a consequence of him being an asshole. There's only so many times that you can be an asshole yeah. and people will forgive you. Because the whole thing is, Playboy Bruce Wayne appears to be an asshole. 
mm-hmm. because that is a part he is playing. Yes. Um, so I think it was Kim that mentioned, um, like, I don't like that they're retconning it, that he really is a bastard. Yeah. Um, so, like, I didn't like that either. But, you know, consequences. Um, and so uh, she's like, listen, I got 99 problems and you ain't one of them because I got to deal with Ivy. So, like, I need you to just, like, shut the fuck up and go away. Right. Um, and so she's like, uh, she told him, apologize, you know, and then and then she she goes off. Um, so basically it was like. It's like if you're having a fight with one of your friends and you go to another friend and be like, oh, my God, Johnny. And they're like, just go talk to her. I don't want to be involved in this shit. Yeah. Um, and so which is remarkably mature for Selena. Also, she's done. I mean, yeah. So um, Selena is probably one of the very few that has the most uh, the best head on her shoulders. Her and like Alfred, I think. Strangely enough, you're right. Um, that's why I think it's funny that there's this animosity between them because they're they're very much alike in a lot of ways. The, well, but that can cause animosity. It can. They're two sides of the same coin. They both care. Who is it that they care the most about? Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. But they both have different ideas as to what's right for Bruce. Yeah. Because Bruce don't know the fuck. So. No. No, he doesn't. Um, so, Ed, we go to Ed, and um, he tells uh, Lee that um, he got the report back. And that, uh, you know, Sophia was involved with Jim, but Jim's the one that ended it. And so... So Lee didn't know about that? Yeah, that's that that kind of surprised it, me. But it kind of tracks. Yeah, because I guess it was a big secret. Yeah. Um, but Lee is... Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, Lee's like, okay, so that that's what this is about. Um, she doesn't seem terribly heartbroken i was so happy to see that i was afraid that it would be i what huh jim with a woman i think she seems more upset that she's being used Mm -hmm. to get to jim gordon than she is that they were dating which is great i hate lee's aesthetic in her (laughs) current role and i'm not quite sure like again I, i fall back on is she trying to be a politician is she trying to be a crime lord like what's going on um, but I do like her personality wise, like it's she's all a in, better character. She's a much better character and yeah. she's smart and she's trying to figure this shit out. And so she's like, okay, um, I just give Sophia what she really wants, which is power over Jim. Um, so I can protect the narrows and you can really see that Lee's so willing to go pretty far to protect the narrows really tells me that she's over him. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. In a way that uh, Sophia's not. That and when she finally was face-to-face with uh, Jim a couple episodes ago when uh, the toy maker was, we thought, af- was after mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. When they didn't make goo-goo eyes at each other, I was like, okay. So I really feel like we, I, I think between her and Barb, we have good exes. Yeah, um, but I, I think a lot of the problem with Lee and Jim's characters is they were actually dating. And I think that made the scenes feel weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can act it, but can you act it when you're not acting it? Yeah. Yeah, it just became squishy. It became weird. And gross. So, um, so uh, Ed keeps, like, staring at her. And I thought this is when they'd talk about Ed's feelings, which if she... Because I think you made the comment, because you were like, if she doesn't know, she's an idiot. Um, well, yeah. And so uh, Ed stares at her, and then he's like, I gotta go, bye awkward 
I'm hiding this boner. I'm an awkward penguin. No, yeah. him an awkward penguin, can yeah. he? Hmm. Mm. Um, so we go to Jim, who has taken Harvey to the GCPD locker room that used to be his bedroom. He um, took him home. He did he took him home? And um, but I was glad to actually see that set again. Yeah, they, we haven't seen that in a while. So then my next thought is, oh no, the GCPD is about to get blown up. Yeah. Um, so my thought, like uh, he was like, okay, you're awake now. You're you're back to yourself. What did Abby say anything? Can we use anything? Do, do you remember anything? Um, and Harvey remembers that she says something about targeting rich people, um, which is Gotham so all over. Um, and so they start making calls. And this is when Alvarez uh, tells uh, them that, oh, by the way, uh, there's this big Wayne fundraiser. And Jim's like, she's going there. And it was like. Normally, I'd be like, that's a stupid logically, but also, like, every charity banquet. Have you seen the last four seasons? Yeah, every charity banquet, somebody crashes and tries to kill people, so. But that's a Gotham trope. Yes. So, actually, I was okay with Jim being like, she's going there. Yeah. Um, and so, he tells Harvey, he's like, I need you to stay put, buddy. Um, or, I, no, he needs him there. And Harvey's like, I don't know she made me hypnotize And I almost hurt you. I don't you. trust myself. I can't hurt you again. Um, and so Jim's like, okay, stay and be, you know, be here. And, um, okay. So, this part I didn't like. Yeah. Because it's Harvey admitting that he was wrong, but Harvey wasn't wrong. I mean, Harvey was wrong in the respect of he made a mistake. He shot somebody. He thought he was justified. The audience knew he, he was wrong and Jim knew he was wrong, but it's not like Harvey did it maliciously. No, he, I think in the situation when he accidentally, you were talking about when he accidentally shot the other mm-hmm. officer. He thought it was the pig. He really did. And yes, he, he was a coward and, because he, he wouldn't face her. And but that's, like, but that wasn't Jim's fault. Right. But Jim had some culpability in the situation too. So I wish there yeah. would have been a bit more. But then their entire history together. Yeah. And, but this is, okay, it's, so what makes me feel squeaky about this is this is almost like an abusive relationship. This, well, it is. Like yeah. It's, I mean, I it think, is. It's not healthy. Because Jim is, he doesn't treat Harvey well. He abuses their friendship a lot. But here it is, Harvey apologizing yep. to Jim. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I spit, That's, yeah. this screams of gaslighting. It but does. It's, but it's not really because Jim's not gaslighting him. Yeah, it, it just feels squeaky. But it, that's how it makes me feel? Yeah, it, it's unhealthy, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is, it's wrong. Yeah. And I don't like it. Because, again, they, there was stuff on both sides, mostly on Jim's side. Yeah. Um, but Harvey shouldn't be the one. I mean, yeah, he's got something to apologize for, but Jim's got a lot of apologizing to do, too. And when he just says, I'll call. Yeah. Um, Because Jim never takes responsibility for he doing never the dumb says, shit that I'm Harvey has to deal with. I'm sorry for my part yeah. in this. No. And I was even okay when Harvey said, listen, I spent a lot, time, a lot of time dwelling on what happened between us. I was okay with that because that feels like that's self, you know, but growth or whatever. A, but then he's, he's like, I'm away. sorry. It was my fault. You know, and it was like, no. no. Yeah. Um, so we go to the fundraiser, which, of course, you know, is going to be a clusterfuck. Um, and so Bruce starts to give his speech. And as soon as he sees Alfred come in the back, um, he kind of wavers. Um, but then he, he goes off the off the cards and he says that you know my parents spent their lives trying to help people and um and he says that uh you know he he uh he was so proud of them but he said that he survived because of somebody else um he's been uh, and i wanted him to use the word guardian 
Because that was his legal status. Yeah. But he did Annie up and said, he's been a father to me. And I was like, Which oh I my God. I think that's the first time he's, he's openly said, yeah. said that. Yeah. Uh, but, and he says it in a public forum. So I understand the impact of that. But I don't think that still qualifies enough for Alfred to forgive him. This doesn't show us he's changed. He said some words. Yeah. This doesn't show us that Bruce has actually changed. Yeah, because I feel like a greater, like a full, several hour long, hours long conversation needs to happen between these two before it's okay. Yeah, I, um, I, but it appears as though Alfred's totally back on board with Bruce now, and I'm yeah. like, mm, yeah, that's not enough. Um, and so, uh, he, he hopes that Alfred can give him another chance, um, that he goes and leaves and everybody's confused because he walks straight through the crowd and goes to Alfred. Um, and, uh, Alfred's like, I can't help you until you decide, until you really accept who you are. And he's like, you, he, he kind of tells him like, you've got good in you, but you've also got bad in you as well. And you have to temper that. Um, and, uh, but Bruce has to like accept that, you know, his pain is his strength. And so he's like, I was stupid. And he walks away. And I was like, damn it. Damn it, Bruce. He said like two sentences to you and you're like, I'm done. Because he said what he didn't want to hear. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened before. And that's why I kind of wanted Alfred to call him out later and be like, what's going to stop you as soon as I push back on you for being dumb or stupid? Every time he pushes Mm -hmm. back and Bruce doesn't agree with him, this is what happens. And I'm like, just walk away, Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because this feels... Kind of well, and I'm too. Ki- and I'm tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go to, so, so far a lot of the reunions are, are not going very well in this episode. No. Um, and so Ivy comes up on the stage and she does her crazy talk. Um, and she. Because nobody saw her come in, the woman that's been on TV all day. Yeah. And I love it because she gets on stage and everybody's like, oh, look, a lady. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing a sparkly pantsuit. Um, so sparkly. Until she says, my name is Ivy. And they go, ah! But, I mean, they're <laughs> looking right at the woman I know, I was that's like, been on TV. I was like, y'all are dumb. Um, it was funny, though. Uh, and so um, the the low-level muscle that she did recruit came in. And they're all wearing uh, gas masks. Um, which I thought was interesting because I was like, or not gas masks, they're, they're masked. Because mm-hmm. um, my whole thing was put the GCPD in gas masks. Yeah. Can the pollen get through? Like, you've got to try something. Yeah. Um, and so we, we go to Ed, and oh, this is where it is. He's going to hang himself. And the Riddler starts, you can tell he starts, like, backpedaling a little bit. He's like, no, no, no. But, like, um, you know, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll win, but you'll kill me. Um, and uh, Ed's like, no, I'm cool with that. And so um, Riddler's like, no, like, what if there was a way that we could save Lee, but you don't have to die to kill me, too? And Ed's like, I'm listening. And that's when he literally says it. Great. Um, so we go back to Ivy, and she is, uh, she, she uses her flower. Um, well, she points out that they're in every arrangement. This is what kind of pissed me off. Because at the very beginning, when she comes into the bar, she's got the flower wrapped up. Because I thought, okay, that makes sense. Because that pollen, you get a stiff breeze and you kill, you know, mm-hmm. people on the street sure. in the narrows. But these were just just sitting there all night. Nobody's had a symptom. Uh, so uh, she uses her, um, uh, she uses the flower on one dude and she gets pollen. One dude and he, at a table full of people. Yeah, on a rando, one. on a rando dude. Just the one. 
Yeah. Um, so Jim, of course, comes out, uh, comes in as Bruce is leaving. And uh, Bruce is like, I didn't see anything. And cue the screaming. Um, because Bruce is an asshole. And he should not... But, I mean, how was he supposed to know that yeah. Iga was in there to kill people? But yeah. whatever. Anyway. Um, so, uh, dude dies and more flowers come from him. And so, Ivy's like, I'm going to turn this room into a garden. Da, 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 da. And, of course, Alfred, because he's still there. And um, he uh, tries to come after her, but he gets knocked out. He becomes out. the damsel in distress. Yep. And so, um, Jim comes in. Everybody, you know, everybody's got guns. And um, Ivy's got her guys, and they open fire, and it's just a cluster. So instead of the GCPD, it's the charity this year. Right. That's fine. Right. Um, and so Ivy walks off, and Jim's going to go after her. But we see Bruce um, pull one of the uh, one of the thugs and and takes his outfit. And you're like, okay, okay. Um, the mask you just burned was better. Yeah. Anyway, Alfred wakes up, um, and he is you know finds one of the guys that's going to shoot him. Uh, Bruce makes the lights go out um and uh he's like oh i'm getting you out alfred and alfred's like i'm not the only one that needs help um alfred can take care of himself to a point yeah and alfred's like this is you're here for other people um so bruce goes and alfred gets up and he's ready to knock some knock some skulls um so uh this is when i mean this is who alfred is trying to convince bruce who he is don't worry about just me worry about more worry about everybody Mm -hmm. um worry about the city yeah and so jim who was chasing Ivy, now sees Bruce and thinks, I'm going to chase this asshole, goes up to the roof um, after shooting Bruce, who's wearing a bulletproof vest, yeah. um, and goes off to the roof and he's like, where'd he go? And this is a precursor to the Batman and Jim Gordon up on the roof all the time. You're like looking at the roof going, this is where the light goes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how he went from, ooh, look, Ivy, I can very clearly see where she went, to rando thug. Yeah, because Gordon. Because Gordon. Because Gordon. Um, so we see Ivy go back to where she was squatting, and she takes out this small bag, and she's like, nah. and Selena's there. And she's like, um, hey, bitch. Um, and Yo, she, bitch. And she basically wants to kind of bury the hatchet a little bit, uh, because she's like, listen, you're a survivor. I've always tried to look out for you. Um, and so we find out that the, the bag has the last of the Lazarus water, which I don't know why she used so much of it. It didn't take a lot. Um, especially when you can make more plants out of human bodies. Um, and so Selena's like, you're not going to, you're not going to kill people anymore. And, um, and Ivy's like, what are you going to do about it? Um, and, uh, so she, uh, Selena takes her whip out and she gets the, she gets the vial. Which doesn't break when she knocks it out of her hand. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, and so, uh, Selena gets to the point where she can put her heel on or put her toe on it and break it. Um, Ivy attacks her. Um, she starts, she has her hands around her neck and she's like, Oh, I can scratch you. Um, when Selena has a knife against her gut, this, that's a trope. Yeah. That is very much an action trope, but you usually see it between two men. So I was yeah. excited to see this in a, a fight between women. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wanted Ivy to not appear childish, but technically Selena is older than her and has always been more of a guardian to her mm-hmm. so i kind of expected to see a little bit of that and i didn't no um and so but selena's like i could you know she could kill her as soon as ivy could kill uh could scratch selena but also she throws the knife away um she's leaning on that friendship they yes. used to have and i was like that's fucking Again, ballsy trope. selena yeah. that's ballsy because ivy's ivy's still in there but she's also fucking crazy mm-hmm. um and so uh she uh 
Selena's like, oh, we used to be friends. And Ivy's like, you know what? Don't get in my way anymore. And because uh, she is this when she she she's already. Cru- yeah, she's crushed. She's the already vial. crushed it by now. Um, So apparently there's no more Lazarus water, at least that Ivy has. I don't know. We don't know that there don't aren't labs. That It'll wane. appear when it needs yeah, to appear. Exactly. Um, So we go to Lee and um, she is meeting with Sophia and on her turf uh, turf. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, she's like, listen, um, you know, I know what's going on. And she's like, uh, you, you have dirt on Jim, but you can't use it. So allow me to, um, give you different dirt, give you different dirt. Um, and, and so, uh, Sophia's like, I don't know, buddy, you should really take the offer I gave you. Um, because of course, Sophia has shit. She has a hidden gun stashed and we kill Lee's people, um, and Lee's just horrified because Lee was trying to find a peaceable solution. Yeah. Um, and Lee's like, oh, my God, my people. And Sophia's like, who do you think planted this stuff for us? And that guy, Samson, comes in from earlier in the season yeah. that Lee uh, that Lee took over the Narrows from um, after uh, Cherry died. And uh, apparently he's been pegged by Sophia to run the Narrows. Um, and then, oh God, this was brutal. Cause they showed, they showed a lot of it. Yeah, they did. Um, and she gets a hammer out and she's like, we're family. So I'm only going to do one hand. And then she fucking, and, and Sophia does do it herself. Yes, she does. Sophia wields the hammer and she just fucking wails on Lee's hand. It's God, not just once either. It's gotta be cathartic though. Just a little. Just a little just a in little. the bad way. At least but she didn't yeah. go stabby. <laughs> but like, Lee screams and uh it was it was wow it was more brutal than i kind of thought gotham would show yeah um and so she tells her guys to toss lee out on the street and let the narrows see their queen now yep so um so we go to the police who are cleaning up after the uh after the fundraiser gone wrong which why did them rich people go to them fundraisers i know um they spend just as much money you know fixing what was broke yeah and jim gets called to go to the hospital and again, this is not how our medical system works, because uh, you and I both say Lee would not have been admitted for that. No, they would have fixed her hand and, and sent her no. along her. There's merry nothing life threatening about your hand being crushed. Right. Um, and so it's Lee, and so he goes to the hospital, and Jim, um, you know, the nurse says that Lee won't tell them, and he's like, "Oh, she doesn't have to. He knows." Um, so we, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I was a little confused by this. Was Ed there to volunteer or voluntarily commit himself? Wait, say that again. Because, like, all I heard, like, was the the administrator say, oh, you want to, you have to sign here to volunteer. Yeah, I think he has to sign himself into So he has to voluntarily, it wasn't like, I'm going to volunteer with Arts and Crafts. It was, I'm going to voluntarily commit myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I just wanted to make he sure. He couldn't kill himself. He's trying to get himself locked up so he can't hurt Lee. Right. Um, and so he's about to sign on the dotted line and the administrator leaves? Seems fake. Um, and so this is when the Riddler shows up and he starts talking to him. Um, and Ed's like, no, I got to do this. I got to so do this. So how did Oswald just randomly show up in here? The, the only thing I could think of is that he's on better terms with Jerome. But also, he kind of told Jerome no to joining his crazy yeah. his crazy squad. So I was kind of surprised that he had this leeway. But yeah, Oswald shows up. Wait, and he's how like, in the hell did he get in here? I knew you would come. And he's so intense. Um, and he is, uh, Ed's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, not you. And he points behind him, which I was like, you knew where his apparition was. Um, 
And it was a coded message. Please bring Ed to Arkham and I can set you free. Um, and, uh, Oswald, my God, he makes a meal of this. He, uh, he's like, he's like, I never said his name, but I'll say it now. And he, uh, I'm he, telling you revenge. Yeah. Revenge. He says, it's beautiful. He calls him the Riddler. And, um, Ed's like, no, no, no. And he, you see, like, he kind of goes slack a little bit. And then all of a sudden he's like, we have work to do. And you're like, oh my God, the Riddler's back. I'm so glad that's over. Me too. Well, hopefully. Th- again. Hopefully. Um, so we go to, uh, Wayne Manor and Alfred's there patching Bruce up just like old times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, why, why didn't you let Jim know who you were and that you were there? And he's like, I couldn't. And he's like, um, you know, I, I want to help people. And he says, basically he acknowledges what Alfred told him, which is you've got crap in you, but you've got good stuff in you too. Um, and he is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's what his parents would have wanted. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure your parents would have wanted you to give money to good causes and just not be an asshole. I don't think they wanted you to be a crime fighting vigilante, but whatever. Um, and so Alfred's like, I'm proud of you. And, um, you pointed out that this was a big deal because Bruce is like, do you need a ride back to Gotham? I'll drive you. Yeah, he doesn't It wasn't say, just take a car. He doesn't say take a car yeah. or uh, I'll get someone to drive you yeah. or anything. It's I will drive you. I will you. drive you. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, that was a big deal. Um, and so Alfred's like, I'm home. And it's like, okay, so everything's fine now. I really, st- I still want them to, even if we don't see it all, I want them to have had a big lengthy conversation. Yeah. Um. So our final, our final scene is Jim showing up at the GCPD. Harvey's there, which I was really kind of surprised. I was expecting Harvey to like do a gym and say he was going to stay and then leave yeah. and put himself into danger. Um, but uh, Harvey's like, okay, you know, I'm I'm a screw up, but I'm your screw up. Um, <laughs> and Jim's like, uh, you know, I need your help to make it right because he tells him about the pig thing. So he admits to that, but not the wrongs that he has done Harvey personally. But whatever, well, you know, whatever. Um, and he he's like, oh, you know, he tells him about the pig, but he's like, but now I've got to take him down. It's like, okay, buddy. Okay, whatever. Yeah. If I was Harvey, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go back to the bar okay, now. Okay, tap out. Yeah. I'd be done. Yeah. So. So, that was our episode. That it was. Yeah. Um, do we have feedback too now, right? We do. Okay. Uh, do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but okay. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, so this... <laughs> This is uh, also from Luca. Okay. I hope I'm not late to the party. You weren't. Good job, you. Uh, Anyway, this week's episode wasn't awful. (laughs) There were many things I loved. There were some things that irked me, and I'm going to rant a bit about all of them now. Okay. First of, a short but comprehensive list of all of the things in this episode I adored. Harvey's luscious locks. His hair was on point this week. I agree, because it looks like he washed it. Yeah. Uh, Lucius telling someone not to get too close to Ivy's plants and then proceeding to practically bury his own face in it. Thank you. Thank you. Classic Lucius. Selena being covered tip to toe in leather while facing someone who can kill through scratching you. Good thinking, Selena. Your thing for leather is finally paying off. Yeah. Jim not being annoying. He even had a second emotion. But he did with Harvey. My, that's it. He With Harvey. When he's with yep. Harvey, he actually expresses some emotion. Uh, the effect of Lee's hand getting smashed, sure. It's the typical someone's hand gets destroyed by a fellow villain. Gotham trope, but the lingering shots were well done. Yeah. Uh, writers remembering Ivy's arc from season one. It felt a little shoehorned in, but I appreciate the touch. 
The don't shoot scene between Bruce and Gordon, David really is an amazing actor. Yeah. Uh, the camera work when Ed tried to kill himself. Now, I don't necessarily think that we should have gone there, but the scene at least looked impressive, so kudos for that. Uh, Edward and Oswald finally getting back together. Oh, my God. Now I'm like, because, and, and like, Oswald had his face like inches from Ed's, and I was just like, hmm. I was like, true love's kiss. So, yeah, I'm excited about about them teaming up again. I think it's going to be fun. Yes. Lola is drinking all the water. Is she thirsty? Yeah, she was thirsty. Okay, uh, now on to the three things that kept distracting me towards the end of the episode. Sorry for the rant. One, how the hell did Oswald get into the emissions room? Did the doctor send him in there and why? Don't know, don't know, and don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no way. It's like, how I'm does pretty that sure that's, now, that's, that's not how a maximum security that's institution works. works. No, no. <laughs> Number two, that's not how being admitted to Arkham works. Yeah. It's an asylum for the criminally insane. Yep. You have to be sentenced by a court and declared legally insane before they sent you there. Because he could have gone to any facility and, and, and voluntarily committed himself except for this one. <laughs> Ed, Edward's remark about being criminally insane is BS. That's not a diagnosis. Good luck finding that in the DSM-5. And it's, it's not like you can go to Blackgate and be like, I was a bad person. Lock me up. They're like, what? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it was real dumb the only way i could see this work is if ed tells him that he used to be a patient was deemed sane by strange where is he by the way haven't seen him in ages yeah uh he's now in the marvel universe <laughs> who turned out to be unsuited to judge someone's mental state why didn't ed simply choose a normal psych ward are there no nor normal treatment centers in gotham no there's there's not plus it's, then we wouldn't have had the the penguin thing so. well i mean plot yeah be but, and I mean, that's, that's exactly why it was that's because exactly plot. why uh, number three, okay, here's a bit of major concern of mine. Ready? So far, we've made pretty clear the distinctions between the Riddler persona and Edward himself. I personally dislike that creative choice, but that's not really the point here. The point is that there's a pattern I worry about. Ed Nigma is our nice guy who keeps falling in love with the wrong women. The Riddler is the evil camp guy who has sexual tension with Oswald. Now, I do ship the two of them, but I think it's strange how the riddler keeps teasing ed about being in love with lee while he himself is pretty much fixated on oswald my major is in cultural cultural studies and we spent a lot of time talking about queer coding and othering of minorities in general which is why i'm super sensitive to these things i hope the writers will try to make one half of ed completely straight while his camp counterpart gets to go on a sexually ambiguous killing spree with his almost boyfriend yeah sure i'd love to see the two of them teaming up again but if they go there they'd better not try to create false drama by switching Edward's persona again. I'm done with that shit. Well, and I also don't like that if you if you look at it that way, it's Ed is the good one, the straight one, whereas Riddler is the bad queer yep, one. Exactly. Um that's not that's not great no, at no, all. No. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely not. Uh, okay, this is from Ray. Okay. It says, I like that episode. It really feels like they're getting back around to things that felt like possible loose ends from previous seasons, and that's quite satisfying. Oh, wait, this is not for Gotham. Oh. Is that for S.H.I.E.L.D.? That was for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Hold on. I think we only got two Gotham feedbacks. Okay, sorry. I just opened the wrong email. Yeah. Uh, this is from Gina. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just opened the wrong email. Uh, it says, well, it seems like all the guys on Gotham... Have made up in some way. Well, it's called Reunion. It is called a Reunion episode. Uh, Alfred is back home with Bruce. Jim and Harvey decided to continue their codependent relationship. Yep. For some unknown reason, Ed slash Riddler is going to help Oswald out of Arkham, which doesn't make sense since they spent the back half of last season trying to kill each other. 
well, love is love and whatever makes you crazy boys happy. Mm-hmm. I like how Alfred wasn't ready to help Bruce until he owed up to everything. Bruce still needs to hug him, though. To be honest, though, it felt like it was almost a sea story considering we had all the stuff with Jim and Harvey going after Arby and after Ivy. Harvey? Wait. Jim and Harvey going after Ivy and the mess in the Narrows with Lee, Sophia, and Ed trying to stay sane. Honestly, the narrow stuff seemed more enjoyed than the Ivy plot this week, and it raises the stakes more than Ivy's plot with Jim. I don't know if I like this plot line with Corey, though. Corey is such a good actor, and he tries so hard to work with what he is given, so maybe the acting is making me overlook the weak plot of him fighting his crazy side. I do need more of Ed and the misfit children of the Narrows. Seriously, they needed their own plot for an episode. Who got the $20 and the books? That sounds... Yeah, I I like that, too. Where's Wiggins? That's what we want to know. Yeah, who's their Wiggins? Who's their Wiggins? I did like that Lee wasn't pissed that Jim had been with Sophia. She seemed grossed out by it. It's okay, Lee. We all were, and we are still grossed out by it. Yeah. However, she's ready to sell Jim up the river to try and hang on to what she has that's really a step forward for her. Old Lee would have done anything for Jim, and now she's ready to fuck him over. However, Jim's dick of crazy has already (laughs) fucked Lee over, and she doesn't even know it until it's too damn late. Yeah. That scene with the hammer was freaking brutal. It made me cringe and unsettled me. I had to watch puppy videos till I went to bed. I know Lee is doctor, but I don't think she's a surgeon. Either way, that is going to mess her up. I imagine treating people with one good hand makes things hard. Then again, I'm using people logic and not Gotham logic. Yeah. Tabby seemed fine about a month after getting her hand cut off, so maybe Lee is going to be okay. Um, That's not how Gotham works. Gunshots heal overnight. Knife wounds take about a season. So hammer wounds. So the hammer wound versus I would think would be more like a stab. Yeah, so the... Hand getting cut off, you know, wiggly woo, it's done. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just how the show works. Exactly. <clears throat> and they showed it so brutally. They really did. Like, I, I, I was like. hang on to that for a while. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I'm suddenly watching kind of like a gritty mob movie. <clears throat> like, it. Well, I missed the mob. Yeah. Per, 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 per part of uh, words. I will say, I, one thing. Point of view. Uh, one thing Sophia said kind of pissed me off is, uh. Mm. She's because Lee said the Narrows has never bent the knee, and she said, "Well, nobody's ever taken control of the city like me." And I was like, "Um, what about your pops? He was in power for a long time. He shared um, power with Maroni, though. That's true. He didn't have control over the whole city. That's true. All right, thank you for logic. You're me. welcome. Uh, well, she's going to be pissed and she's going to mess some shit up, but physically speaking, she might be okay. Yeah, I mean, she will eventually. Yeah. Uh, so I have a fan theory that might be a little far-fetched, but this is Gotham. Sophia using a hammer seemed deliberate. She could have used a gun to shoot Lee's hand or smash her fingers. However, what other Batman character is a little nuts and likes to use hammers on folks? This seemed very Harley Quinn to me. What if Sophia is a rough draft of Harley Quinn in Gotham? It's really out there, but this is but this Gotham and look at all the other crazy character redos we've seen. She's still too old. I don't like it. She's still too old, and she's not a doctor. And she's not whimsical enough. Unless they're going to make Lee. I considered that, but like again, I don't know. Like she is a doctor. She's not freewheeling crazy enough. Whereas Barb is the only one I can think of, and I don't want them to do it with Barb. Harley Quinn was not freewheeling and crazy until Joker got a hold of her. Yeah. Until Joker brainwashed her. Yeah. Harley Quinn did not become Harley Quinn until she got brainwashed by the Joker. I mean that's true, but if we're not going to see that. 
then I don't want to see proto Harley either with hints of she might be a fucking crazy once this happens down the road. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I've given up on, I still want uh, Barbara to be Harley. Uh, parting thoughts. Okay. Although she wasn't in the episode a bunch, Selena was crushing every scene she was in. From telling Bruce she didn't have time for his first world problems because she had to stop Ivy from killing people to that fight where she refuses to kill Ivy were some of her best scenes this week. Yeah, Selena's killing it. Can we get her in the MCU? Can she be in Spider-Man 2? That would be amazing. Uh, yes, please. That would be amazing. Why Definitely. does anyone go to black tie events in Gotham anymore? Seriously, if I had to live in Gotham, I would be a freaking shut-in. You can't go anywhere nice without the risk of having some crazy person holding you hostage. Yep. I'm disappointed that the only reason Sophia went after Lee was because of Jim. The tax thing the Narrows was just BS because of Jim. If she had mentioned something about Mario or her dad liking Lee more or just not wanting other women in power, it would have made their struggle so much better. Yeah. Uh, and okay, why is Ed helping Oswald? He wants out. He wants out of uh, Arkham. Why is Ed helping Oswald? Oh, Ed or Nigma or, or Riddler? She says Ed, but I think she means Riddler. Because um, he wants out. Because he wanted, he Riddler wanted to be freed yeah. from Ed. And, and Oswald was the one that would give him what he needed, which is to hear his name to let him out. It's like some kind of fucking but why Os But thing. Oswald had to be the one to say it. Yeah. I think it was, I think it's all tied up with. So was Oswald the only one who knew? No, I think it's all tied up with Oswald was the one that would never call him the Riddler. <laughs> and if he acknowledges it. Then I'm free. Yeah, it's whatever. some weird ass psychology it's, bullshit. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, yeah. they they often pair up and break up in the yeah. comics as villainous partners a lot. So yeah, that's all the feedback we have. All right, um, that's all I have. Um, you you got anything else? No, I'm good. All right, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks.